The large train station bustled with hundreds of people walking briskly to and fro across the station, intent on their destinations. Large, hulking steam engines sat patiently at the edges of platforms, belching huge clouds of black smoke into the air. The noise level was immense. The screech of engine brakes and loud whistles broke through the busy hum of travelers calling to each other and enterprising vendors selling food, drink, and other necessities for their customers' journeys. To a young lady, more used to the genteel streets of Mayfair and the quiet green acres of Hyde Park, it was a fascinating place that deserved further study. Sadly, her mother did not seem to agree. A firm hand at her elbow tugged the Honorable Annabel Spencer along the platform. Stifling a groan, Annabel turned her attention to her mother. Platform seven is this way, I believe, Viscontess Spencer said peering about the crowded station, looking for some kind of sign, either material or spiritual, to guide her. Waterloo Station, notorious for its confusing layout and poor signage, was living up to its reputation. Convinced they were headed in the right direction, Lady Spencer plowed forward through the crowds. Your father and I will be along to join you at Rosemere in two days' time, she was saying. Heaven alone knows why the vote in Parliament has to be called now, just before the recess, but apparently, this law is more important than the travelling plans of the members of the House of Lords. God forbid that the business of ruling the country interfere with a house party, Annabel said waspishly. She did not enjoy house parties, as a rule. For a young, unmarried woman, there were far too many chances to indulge in reputation-damaging indiscretions, which meant that she was always chaperoned to within an inch of her life. Annabel's inherent independence of spirit rebelled against such strict control on her behavior. You will be wise to keep such statements to yourself while you are at Rosemere, her mother said sharply. The Duke of Rothmere, whom I have never met, Annabel interjected, will not be impressed by sarcastic comments, her mother continued. Which he won't hear, because he will have no interest in talking to me, Annabel added. But my excellent manners, ladylike conversation, and a pretty smile, her mother finished, rather forcefully. Lady Spencer looked her eldest daughter up and down. One out of three isn't too bad, I suppose, she said thoughtfully. Annabel huffed out a loud breath. She knew her mother wasn't being rude about her looks, but there had been many arguments over the years about behavior and vocabulary. A noise at her back made her turn around. A darkly handsome man no older than thirty, was walking just behind them. He was tall, with dark hair and deep, intelligent eyes, and, if Annabel was not mistaken, had just stifled a snort of laughter. Annabel raised an eyebrow to him. He winked at her. She turned back around, a blush starting to form on the back of her neck, a curse of her pale complexion. Lord, but he had been handsome. She had met young men before, of course, but none of them had a jawline like that, as if it had been chiseled from a block of granite. Those shoulders could best be described as a broad expanse, too. The house party won't be as large as the Duchess of Rothmuir planned. This last-minute vote has stopped some of the guests from traveling. Her mother's voice returned her attention to the argument they were having, and away from the rude but attractive man. How lucky I am that you are sending me, anyway. Annabel intoned, in the sugary-sweet tone of voice that had been recommended to her by the etiquette mistress at her fashionable finishing school.